to Make It Kick-Ass, the podcast about creating conferences people actually want to attend by the people who help create them. I'm Nessa Jimenez. And I'm Isaac Watson. And today it's our birthday! Yay! Yes, so today Kick-Ass Conferences turns five years old. And for today's episode, we want to celebrate that and talk a little bit more about Kick-Ass Conferences, how how we were born and where we're going next, right? Uh, So why don't we jump right into it? The first thing I want to know is why. Why do this? Why does it matter? Why do we care? (laughs) Well, I think when I created this company five years ago. I can't believe it's been five years, by the way. Um, But but when I created it, what I really wanted to do, like the whole impetus behind this was I saw that events could be impactful. And I also saw that a lot of events weren't. And so what I wanted to do was create a company that could help community leaders and organizers really kind of amplify their values and their message and create an attendee experience that is actually worthwhile and valuable to people beyond just let's throw a party or let's you know put some speakers on stage. Yeah, and through our work, that's kind of our mission, right? We always want to make events that are impactful, events that matter, events that are important, and events that really reach our attendees. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you then, what was the first event or your first experience with an event where it had an impact on you or that you saw the power that events could have? I have two stories to share. So one, um, way back before I even started doing events on my own, um, I was doing a side gig, making jewelry and selling it on Etsy. So I'm a little handmade business. Um, and I was just, I, I just kind of like threw up an Etsy shop and, uh, it was a unique enough idea that it got some organic sales and and it was fine and it was going. Uh, but I didn't really know what I was doing. And I did find one friend locally who was also a more experienced uh, jewelry seller on Etsy. And so she helped me a lot along the way. But it wasn't until um, there some some people who worked at Etsy came to Portland to host a meetup for local Portland Etsy sellers. And my eyes just opened to this community of people who were passionate about making handmade things and passionate about selling and creating these businesses for themselves. And I just had this moment very early on in arriving there where I was like, whoa, these are are my people. I came away from that going, wow. Just this like general supportive environment really had me floored and realized that like, oh, yeah, I, you know, there's a there's a whole community of people behind this and they're here to support me. So it was kind of like the, the very first experience I had. The second one was a couple of years later. Um, I had kind of shuttered my handmade jewelry business, realizing I didn't want to do it full time. And I was a little lost career wise. I had some ideas on what I wanted to do, but I didn't really know how to execute on them. Well, I'd been following some bloggers and, uh, and writers, uh, and kind of entrepreneurial types. And I'd heard about this thing called the world domination summit. So I, uh, attended in 2012 and I experienced that same, like, oh my God, my people are here. 
feeling. Um, and it was, it was different because these were a bunch of kind of non-traditional, unconventional, forge your own path, solo entrepreneurs, right? Like this is, this is a, a, a group of people who kind of challenge the status quo on a daily basis. And it like kind of blew my mind that there were other people thinking about some of the same things that I was thinking about, that there were so many that they were all gathering at a conference to talk about it. Right. Um, and so I just kind of sponged up this whole experience of attending this event. I made friends very quickly. Uh, I was able to participate in various things. There was like a photo scavenger hunt that I was super into that kind of got me, um, you know, interacting with people and everything. And out of that whole thing, I just, I walked away from that going, wow, there is a community of people here again, um, that is aligned with my values, that is supportive and encouraging and really wants me to have, uh, to make the most of, of my life and, and my work. And at that moment in time where I was at this crossroads of like, ah, what do I do? Um, that was everything. Uh, that experience really, really changed how I was thinking about, uh, my purpose and the, you know, my goals and my values and things like that. Um, so that moment, that second moment, I think is important because that helped me realize that, it wasn't just that like one-off Etsy meetup where I was like, oh, community is great. That really helped me solidify that community exists everywhere. And there are meaningful events that can have a truly impactful attendee experience all over the place. And I had then experienced the second one. But what did you do with that? Because I, I understand that, yes, there are events that can be impactful. But for me, the real impact is you had this wow experience. So where did that take you? What did you do next? It, a lot of it was circumstance. So um, I, I left from that conference going, whoa, mind blown. I was still working a day job in in marketing and communications. And, you know, it was fine, but it wasn't like... You know, it wasn't fulfilling all my needs. Um, but a few months later, uh, I found out through a friend of a friend of a friend uh, who actually worked on the team that organizes the World Domination Summit um, that uh, that they were looking for some help on the team to run the backstage production. Uh, so they reached out and and said, hey, you know, would you be interested in doing this? This seems like it might be up your alley. And I said, I'm just going to be straightforward here. I've never done this before. I don't know how to do it. So if you're willing to like, let me learn along the way, I'm willing to give it a shot. And I continued to work on the event for a number of years and, and focus on that backstage production and really kind of cut my teeth on what it's like to be part of an organizing team that puts so much effort into the event. Okay, so you're you're gaining this conference experience, right? You're going from attendee, now you're in the behind the scenes world, you're understanding how the pieces fall into place. What inspires you then to take this next step of okay, I want this to be my business now? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. I think um 
as I continued to work on the WDS team, I also started to attend other conferences because, you know, out of curiosity, uh, I started to realize that there was room for improvement. Um, so after a number of years on the on the WDS team, I started um, doing freelance work for a few other clients in the event world. And so it got to this point where I was like, OK, I'm kind of like freelancing, but how do you create something lasting out of that? So I set out to start a business. And so this was just kind of that like alignment of, oh, I, I've i developed some skills here. I have some passion for, for this that not all event people share. And so I'm going to like get, let's get official and let's start it out and, and make it a business. And what was that oh shit moment for you where you realized like, oh, this is actually going to be a real thing? Part of it was the the like registration process. So, you know, five years ago today, I was filing uh, articles of incorporation and business license registry and everything with the state. Um, I had the kind of this this crisis of what do I call this company? I had no, I did not go into this thinking about kick-ass conferences. It was only through a lot of conversations with friends and stuff that I kind of honed in on that. I would say the initial investment of that also was a no shit moment where I was like, you know, uh, this is, you know, I'm paying for this out of pocket. Is this the right decision? Things like that. So now the, the business is real, you're at, you're under the kick-ass conference name, you're starting to take on clients. Let's talk about the growth phase and how how that's gone from year one to now that we're in year five. Uh, like I said, I was kind of operating as a freelancer for the first couple of years uh, without a, really adopting a true business mindset. But I had this moment where um, I realized, actually, I would say there were a couple moments where I realized that my personal bandwidth and capacity was limiting my desire to work with more clients. I was like, I can only work with three clients a year. Like I just, I cannot, I do not have more time in the day to work with more than that. And so that helped me realize that, that I was still taking a very individual approach to this and I needed to start building a team and one of the ways that I did that was bringing you on board to help with the operations, being able to share the work, but also to be working with somebody day in and day out on the business was incredibly helpful. I think I had taken for granted how much I valued working with a whole team of people on an event and working on it solo, even though I was working with clients, um, was really challenging to hold myself accountable and to make sure that, you know, all the different things were getting done that they needed to. And so, uh, bringing you in as the operations manager has just been tremendous in, in, increasing our capacity and also starting to optimize our operations and, and increase our capacity for, uh, for client work to be able to work on more than three events a year. And then to also start to plan out, okay, well, what's the next role that we would hire for? Um, how can we grow this into a, a small agency or a studio that does event production where, um, you know, it's not just two of us doing all the work, but we actually have a really tight knit team of people who are there to specialize in particular aspects and really take things to the next level. 
Fantastic. So let's take a short break and we'll be right back. Given that it's our birthday, it's our fifth anniversary, I feel like it's probably worth talking about some of those standout moments for us that have that we feel have have made the most impact or at least, you know, meant a lot to us as producers, as uh, people who are working behind the scenes to make these events happen. So, Nessa, I, I would love for you to start. Like, is there is there a moment in the last couple of years that you've been working with me um, on a particular project that kind of stood out to you as like, oh yeah, that's why we do this. I couldn't say like, I can't say a pinpoint an exact moment, but I did want to highlight the kind of the whole process of actually working on the business, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So throughout the years, we've been very, um, we've been very intentional with the time we spend on our projects, of course, but also on kick-ass conferences, which is a project in itself. Uh, we've done retreats. I think for the past three years, we've mm -hmm. had retreats where we have this opportunity to talk to each other very honestly about, okay, are we living up to the values that we say that we want to stand behind, right? Are we providing the services that we say that we provide? Um, so that entire process has been really satisfying for me, especially since I'm really involved in the behind the scenes work. And uh, I've really enjoyed that. Like for me, that's been very special. Definitely. Spoken like a true operations manager, by the way. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think um, I would echo that. I think our ability to take time to work on the business has been really helpful in the past couple of years. Um, and I think that one of the things that's been great about working with you in particular is your ability to be very open and honest to be challenging, not afraid to ask really tough questions and kind of uh, either in some ways call me on my own shit, uh, but also challenge me to think about things differently. Yeah. Awesome. So how about you then? Like, give me one of your moments that has been stand up for you. <sighs> um, speaking of 2019, uh, we worked on a number of really great projects that year. Uh, one of them was uh, with a client called Framer. They make a design tool. They're based in Amsterdam. And they were hosting a design and prototyping conference there in Amsterdam called Loop. Earlier that year uh, was also when Priya Parker released her book, The Art of Gathering. Her values aligned very deeply with ours. Uh, and so as we were working on this conference, um, we were trying to implement some of these concepts and approaches to gatherings that Priya Parker introduced in her book. Probably the first chance that I had to really do that was at the speaker dinner for the event. So what I wanted to avoid was sitting people down at a table or at multiple tables and then just having these like little micro discussions where you're just talking to the person next to you. You don't really get a chance to interact with people. A couple extroverts will get up and walk the room and, you know, say hi and everything. But it I wanted to create something more. Um, so I put some thought into it. And the first thing that I implemented was some structure to the night. So, um, and this is, you know, straight from Priya Parker's playbook, but I had them all sit down uh, in, in kind of 
to to whatever extent was possible, mixed genders. And then I we served the appetizers and the drinks, and I got up and I welcomed everybody and said, you know what? We're gonna do we're gonna add a little bit of structure to this, and I'm asking you all to go along with me on it. Um I said our purpose here is to strengthen the community between designers and developers, because that's kind of the point of this conference. And so what I want to do is with this evening in particular is strengthen the value of community amongst everybody that's present right now in hopes that you will then be able to carry that that value forward as you give your talks and as you meet attendees. So the rule was that I was going to ask a question. And every single person at the table, myself included, was required to answer that question at some point in the evening before leaving, but that the dinner would not conclude until the last person had given their answer. And the question that I asked was, quite simply, what is the first time that you really benefited from a community? Uh, And then we just let the night unfurl. And what was interesting is that Naturally, um, those speakers who were a little bit more rebellious, I would say, um, you know, they would they made jokes about, oh, well, I'm not I'm not going to do that. Or, you know, you can't make me things like that. But as the night unfurled and more and more people opened up about what truly made the difference for them from a community standpoint, everyone started to open up and to receive that information in a very empathic and community oriented way. Someone would get up and clink their glass to call attention and all of the side conversations would hush and we would all just listen to what that person had to say. Um, And that was such a unique way to involve everybody in the group and to draw connections across the end of this big long table with 24 people sitting at it um, that I just, I watched all that unfurl and I was like, wow, this has been incredible. And I had people coming up to me at the end that said, thank you for doing that. It was really great to get a chance to hear from everyone. Some people I knew better than others, some people I didn't. And so there was just this like sharing bond around mentorship, around career development that um, that really solidified that night. And it just created this fantastic group feeling that everybody shared. You touched on it a little bit. Uh, The speaker dinner was just kind of like a thing you did because you're supposed to do it. There's an expectation. But from that moment on, it has really become a tool with a very significant Uh, reason for being so before we wrap up this episode and finish our birthday celebration i want to look into the future a little bit and i want to get your thoughts on where do you see kick-ass conferences in the next five years five years from now when we're doing the 10th and 10th year anniversary Uh what are we going to be talking about (laughs) uh it's exactly what i alluded to earlier i would love to grow the team um, as we continue to grow our capacity to to develop the company into a very tight knit but high performing group of people who really care about the events that they work on in a way that that gives our clients the chance to truly amplify their message and their communities 
and strengthen the bonds that they have with their audiences. Um, I think, you know, five years down the road, our 10th anniversary celebration, I hope to have, I don't know, maybe there are three or four of us in a room together and we can actually like shoot off some confetti cones and, you know, (laughs) have a balloon drop or something like that. Right. Um, to me, to me, that's what, that's what I'm, that's what I'm shooting for. Um, because I, I want to continue working on events that truly matter. There are a ton out there and I would love to be involved with them. And I, I think that, that what we bring to a table as a team is really unique and, um, special. And I just, I just want to, I want to keep doing the work. Me too. (laughs) And now we have arrived to the final segment of the show, Too Long Didn't Listen. This is the part of the show where Isaac attempts to summarize all the important points of this week's episode in 60 seconds or less. Take it away. I feel like 60 seconds is a lot. So here we go. Happy birthday, Kickass Conferences. You turned five. Good for you. Uh, We are here to create events that truly matter because we've experienced how impactful events can be for ourselves. We talked about how the business even started and some of my background in working on events. Uh, We also talked about some of the standout moments that we've experienced over the last five years working with our clients to create moments that really, really matter for their attendees, for their speakers. And we're excited to just keep doing this. We're here it's going to be another five years. We're going to celebrate 10 years soon in five years. And that's math. And it's going to be amazing. So let's create moments that matter for everybody. All right. Yeah. Happy birthday, Kickass Conferences. Yay. <laughs> Thank you so much for Just joining hands. us. If you want to learn how we can help you create your own Kickass Conference, visit us at kickassconf.com. You can rate. And leave a review of the podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. That helps us out a lot. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with others. And we will see you next time. Bye.